to Travel, Eat, and Learn. I'm Susan Sam Shockley. And I'm Patrick Barney. And we travel because we feel the world is a book and those who do not travel only read one page. This program is being brought to you by Four More Travel. Where you dream it and they make it happen. And we are the they. Yes. All right, Sam, tonight we have a kind of a special show. We're going to talk about our Vegas, the things that we love about Vegas off the strip in most cases, where the tourists don't necessarily see. And Sam, we're going to start with a very special travel news you can use about how Vegas celebrates somebody's birthday. Vegas recently celebrated the 100th birthday of Dean Martin, my very favorite from the time I was a child. Six years old, that's Amore, came out, and I loved it. They celebrated it at the Bootlegger Bistro. Now, what was exciting about this was Dennis Bono is married to Lorraine Hunt Bono, who owns the Bootlegger Bistro. They live next door to Steve Lawrence and are best friends with Dina Martin, who is Dean Martin's daughter. Now that you have the background, I'm going to tell you that Dina was supposed to be there uh, singing and playing with us and, and making merry with us. Well, she didn't really play with us. Ha. She was kind of playing with them. Ha. However, she did not come that evening because her husband, her wonderful husband, uh, John Griffin, Griffin? Anyway, he had a back problem and they were in Branson, Missouri. So, Dennis Bono, in this intimate group, and his wife, Lorraine Hunt Bono, sang and sang and sang to us, which I thought was wonderful. However, I actually went because of Steve Lawrence is their next door neighbor and I want to meet Steve Lawrence because I just, uh, well, he's just terrific. There's nothing else to be said. Luckily, he avoids it wherever you're there. I know you <laughs> You've been trying for two and a half years to meet him and he seems to sense you're coming that night. Yeah, I think he thinks I'm going to jump on him, which I will jump on him. But and they, then what happened after the, the one birthday celebration? The one birthday celebration. Well, then we went to uh, the South Point where Dina Martin put on a show, and she puts on a great show. And we see her every time she comes to town or she's anywhere. We've even been to Steubenville, Ohio, where her father was born uh, for the big festival. However, she always sings That's Amore, and she comes out into the audience and has everybody sing a bit of That's Amore. She didn't do it this time, and I was devastated. What? What? Wow. She does come out, and she meets everybody after the show. This was a little disorganized. It was her closing night, Saturday night, and every entertainer in town was in the audience so they came and they hogged her for a whole long time however then since she was in town and her best friend is lorraine hunt bono she did a roast like her father used to do for dennis bono and it, of course was his 70th birthday 
So they did not only the roast, but then they did a party afterwards. Well, before, don't get off the roast yet. I have a few things to say about the roast. Okay. Okay. The roast was, she was trying to duplicate Dean Martin's roast. The problem was half the people up there were not comedians. <laughs> they, were, they, were not, they were not funny. They had, no, uh, they had no sense of timing, and they had people write jokes for them, but their delivery sucked, okay? <laughs> there were three or four people on the, up there. First of all, they had, um, what's the, the comedian? Rich Little was there, who was the only one there who actually was on a Dean Martin roast. And he, as he was used to doing, would cut into the speakers and make comments. They couldn't handle it because they weren't comedian. They kept losing their notes. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's not in there. Okay. The only two that really did a nice job were Clint Holmes, who we're going to talk about later, and Frankie Shinta, who were naturals. And of course, Clint Holmes' wife made a great uh, uh, cameo one, if you want, as what's her name? Uh, uh, Ruth Buzzy. Ruth Buzzy, yes, yeah. yes. So that, so the rose limped a little but but it didn't get makeup but it was a good try good try okay but then after the roast we had we had the party we went into the grandview lounge and every entertainer in the audience got up and sang a tribute song to dennis bono and it was such fun we had a great time there must have been at least a dozen people singing so the after party was the highlight of the evening it really was and it was enjoyable and that's what happens in Vegas a lot. You have parties where one or two people perform and seven or eight of their friends show up <laughs> to do a number. And if you're lucky enough to be in the audience, it is great fun. So that's how this town celebrates birthdays. So when you're here, celebrate a birthday even if it's not yours. Okay. Now, in keeping with that, what we're going to do tonight, our travel spotlight, is going to show you some of the great entertainers that we watch beyond the strip. And the first, so let's go to our first travel spotlight.
We just recently, yeah, we just recently saw Clint Holmes show at the Golden Nugget, and right now he's playing there on Tuesdays and Wednesday. High energy show. If you love jazz, you're going to love this guy. He's been around for decades. And My he, name is Mikey. Oh, please, please. Okay. Please. <laughs> anyway, See, we he, just we just saw three minutes of beautiful music. Well, he did have that song, My Name but, is Mikey, and it was a huge, yes. huge hit. I'm not a, I, I agree with the song. It's your singing, your interpretation oh. of it kind of, kind of broke the mood here. Oh. Okay? So, and anyway, one of the great performers you're going to see on and off the strip right now, he's down in Fremont Street. So look for, look for Clint Holmes when you, when you look what you want to do here. Now we're going to go on to Beyond our Vegas Beyond the Strip to talk about some great restaurants in Restaurant Week. We went to some wonderful restaurants and I'm here to talk about the first one, which was my favorite. Of course, I love pulling my car up to the Four Seasons Hotel. <laughs> and the fact that they Park your car valet for free because they stamp your little ticket in the restaurant. If you eat there. If you eat yeah. there. Well, we did eat there. So anyway, it is an elegant setting. You can see by the picture of Patrick with, with the beautiful decor behind him. And there's a combo, a piano, bass, and a drum, which plays beautiful music. Do and they do exotic dancing? I, I just, I'm Italian and I just like to get into it. I had, now we had the $50 dinner. Of course we had drinks, which is out of that. That's for restaurant week. Restaurant week. And I had the steak and lobster, which was exquisite. However, they just plied you with all types of wine, white wine and red wine, and it went on and on. But Patrick had the pate, and it was cold pate. Yes, I need to speak about that. All right. It's not so much that it was cold pate, but on the menu, it was foie gras. Now, if it's foie gras, then it should be heated on a wonderful piece of toast, and it should burst with flavor in your mouth. Cold pate. Is nothing but fat. It is. It's not that. It's like two steps above liverwurst. <laughs> okay. So, shame on you, Charlie Palmer, for doing it because they used to have the hot foie gras. So uh, that was my big disappointment. But when I found out that the wine kept coming, coming with each course, it was okay. That was okay. I learned to live with it. It washed down the pate. Okay. Well. Tell me about the restaurant you love. Well, the next one we went to, you know you can't swing a dead cat in this town without hitting an <laughs> Italian restaurant, okay? So, of course, on restaurant week, we had to hit an Italian restaurant that we hadn't been to. And we went to Ferraro's. Ferraro's? Ferraro's. Ferraro's on Paradise. Now, Paradise is a street that parallels with um, the boulevard. It's about a mile off to the east of the boulevard. And it's got one million restaurants up and down. And this Italian restaurant was upscale Italian. We're talking about very, very fancy. And I'm telling you, the, the, the salad that they gave me was, presentation-wise, was one of the best I had. The dressing was light. It was not overly done in oil or vinegar. It was just perfect. I can't say more about the food. And then, of course, we both got the veal and capers. 
cut it with a fork, absolutely delicious. And I'm telling you, I don't care what they say, veal is a wonderful meat. <laughs> Get those little suckers before they turn into goats. Okay? I love veal, and yep. I'm going to say it. It was the best veal piccata I've ever had. It was very tiny, but it was paper thin. It was just exquisite. Now, the Caesar salad, I'm very particular because I'm from the old school where they did the egg and the oil and the vinegar and the whole nine yards. This was an oil and vinegar-based Caesar salad, but it, was, it had no taste. So it wasn't my favorite salad. I tell you, when you're in town and you want to eat Italian, go to Bootleggers or Capo's on the west side or the Italian American Club. Or if you want really inexpensive and wonderful Chicago Joe's. Yeah, there are a lot of Italian restaurants. There is no doubt about it. But this one, you know, you feel like you really had to take a shower to go to this one. Yes. It was really fancy, okay? So it was worth going. Now, I like it. Now. I'm going to tell you about Delmonico's. In New York, Delmonico's is my very favorite restaurant. I'm from Chicago. I love beef because Chicago is beef. So Delmonico's in New York City had the finest beef I've ever eaten in my life. I've been afraid to go to the Delmonico's here in Las Vegas because Emeril owns it and runs it. And I kind of think of him as like a cartoon chef. Anyway, bam! Sure he'll be glad to hear that. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, it, it, I have to say the whole meal was terrible. But first I have to tell you about the decor. The decor, if you look at my picture in the background, it's all white, 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 white. There is no decor whatsoever. There are no pictures on the wall. There is no color. It is so boring. I agree with you. I think when you talk about a steak house, a steak-based restaurant, then you're, you want that old wood, you want that dark thing, you want that thing that says, the cow was only here a few minutes ago, it's that <laughs> French, okay? You know, and the fact of the matter is that this was antiseptic. This was, this was like eating in, a, rest, in, a, in, a, in a, a ward at a hospital or something, you know? And because was, we were there on Restaurant Week, we took advantage of the menu for Restaurant Week. He had a hamburger, and I had the salmon. Well, we were there for lunch. We didn't go for dinner, but yeah, still. We did go for lunch. Anyway, it was not good, but the dessert was kind of nice. You had that. Yes, well, desserts are always kind of nice. <laughs> I mean, I, I got it for you because it had caramel in it, and I think caramel sucks. But because I knew we were going to get, I knew we were going to get it with two spoons. So, uh, you know, but it was it's a shame because th that version of Delmonico's, if you if you if you're into a good steakhouse from New York or Chicago or any of the eastern cities that you grew up with, you have a, an ambiance that you want in a good steakhouse, and Delmonico, in on the strip. This one was on the strip. And it's like a Disney version of a good old-fashioned steakhouse. Yeah. It was just too clean and yeah. too white. Yeah. It's, it's a shame. I now, can't wait to get into the next one. Now the next one, I've got a lot of good things to talk about. Again on the strip, we went to the Eiffel Tower. Now we have been to the Eiffel Tower restaurant before, or the Eiffel Tower hotel before. We stayed there and so forth. Today, for the first time, we went to dinner up at the top of the Eiffel Tower. 
Now, I'm telling you the three things that I had were my three favorite. Pea soup. Oh my God, that pea soup was good. You cannot go wrong with a good pea soup, and that was delicious. The next thing I had was uh, the pate, the foie gras, done pa the way it was supposed to be. This is the way the French did the first time they strangled the duck. This is the way it was done. This is it. It, it was so good. It was cooked perfectly. It burst with flavor in your mouth. Our friends are not going to like that comment. I don't care. I think we're on the top of the food chain. Let's take advantage of it, okay? And pate is not pate. Foie gras is foie gras. Anyway, that was fantastic. And But even though the food was really good, what you really go to this restaurant for is the view. It's up on top of the strip. It's great for a couple. They got half tables, two people only, all the way around the windows. The views at night and that day, of course, what you're looking at now is looking right across the street to the water show at the Bellagio. Okay, and of course, the first picture was at night. We stayed there till it got dark so we could see the Paris uh, balloon and so forth. I mean, the, the ambiance, the view, is worth if you only go there once because oh it's expensive let me tell you okay uh, that uh, that duck could have an overcoat i mean uh, for winter time for what i paid to eat that thing All right. <laughs> but anyway it is so it's not the cheapest place but the view is great oh, sam what about our final lunch no, no no i can't wait to talk about the eiffel tower it's my favorite thing to talk about All right. i was freezing absolutely freezing because you're sitting at the window and the air conditioning just comes right up into your face number two i had the caesar salad which is how i test a five-star restaurant it had a seasoning on it that was so disgusting it was terrible 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 i had beef wellington i went off the res reservation over to the it's 68 dollars for for the beef wellington alone for an individual one and yeah. instead of pate under this heavy breading that was on it they had the same awful seasoning They're inside. They're called herbs. I, you know, it was $68. I ate half of it, brought it home, would have thrown it out if he hadn't eaten it. It was terrible. Now, the souffle, the Grand Marnier souffle was out of this That's world. That's what the French do. They're yes, full of a lot of I hot air. I wouldn't go back there and spend 68 cents. No, like I said, it's a, it's a one-time thing, people. The view is incredible. The food is mixed, the price is high, but the Eiffel Tower, is, it's a once experience you want to try. Now, the last place we went to was the Capitol Grill, and we went there for lunch, which might not be the best time to go. The views were beautiful, as, as you can see, and they had lavash, which I just love lavash. It's that cracker thing, and we had them bring extra lavash. It was just wonderful. Uh, I had a steak sandwich, which is their ribeye, uh, and you, it was big, but it was so laden with fat that I wouldn't eat another ribeye there. I would get a different steak. We're going to give it another chance tonight. We're going to. For a happy hour. But now, the waitress was incredible, and 
we saw lobster bisque. We're always testing lobster bisque because you can either make it pink and creamy or you can make it dark and seasony. She brought me a little itty bitty cup. It was pink and beautiful and I would eat that every day. The soup was great. However, I did order onion soup. Oh God, that was Mainly good. Mainly because you, you have cheese growing out of your armpit. <laughs> I mean, you're, anything with cheese, you're not going to pass up. No, I'm a cheese face. All right, now, you forgot they, did, they had a great bar. That's why we're going back tonight to happy hour. Just look at that bar. It was, it, it, now, that to me is a bar, okay? None of that foo-foo pretty stuff. Just give me dark wood and <laughs> thick booze, okay? That's all I need. I'm going back tonight. All right, so that was restaurant week. Okay, that's some of them. I mean, we, we did more, but you only have so much time and so much capacity. Now we're going to have another travel spotlight for another entertainer that we love. So let's take a look at Frankie Shinta. Now, Frankie is at the Plaza, also down on uh, Friedman Street area on Tuesdays and, or Fridays and Saturdays. High energy show. He's a comedian. He's a great musician. His whole family's involved in it. You got to see him if you're in town and he's playing here when you're here. Now, Sam, we got to move on and look at our Vegas Beyond the Strip Part 2. Now, we're going to talk about some performers and places that we think are great for entertainment. You take the first one, Sam. I love South Point. South Point is at the south end of the Strip. It's a beautiful hotel. They've got a great showroom. And every Thursday at 2 o'clock, Dennis Bono does a variety show. He brings on 
five, six different acts. He's got a great orchestra behind them. He's got comedians and singers, and it is terrific. And, and free. it's free. free. And then in the Grandview Lounge is Wes Winter. Again, it's free. Have a cocktail, have a Coke, bring your own water. They don't care. You can dance, and he is high energy piano playing, and it is marvelous. And like Sam said, that's a little bit down the south side of the, the boulevard. Okay, so not technically the strip. Come a few blocks north and you're gonna hit the bootlegger. One of the best Italian restaurants in the area. It's owned, as Sam said earlier, by um, uh, Dennis Bono's mother-in-law and, and, and wife and so forth. This is a great food and they have free entertainment in the restaurant every night. And the night to go is Monday nights when everything else is dark, uh, other venues are closed because on Monday night it is open mic because you don't know who's going to show up. So it's a free show that has a lot of surprises. So don't forget about the bootlegger. But if you are listening to this on Wednesday, Rita Lim is there tonight. Anyway, I'm going to talk about the Smith Center Cabaret. That's one of my favorite venues in town. Now that's just a little bit west of Fremont Street. It's a venue that holds 240 people. The tables are close. It's like a supper club. Uh, we've seen Dina Martin there. We've seen Lucy Arnez, uh, Steve Torme. We've seen Antonio, Antonia Bennett. We've just had a lot of fun there. It's not so expensive. It's about $40 a seat. And you can see supreme, wonderful entertainment there. Uh, we've already mentioned it a little bit, but Friedman Street, the Friedman Street experience downtown, the original Las Vegas before they start building things on the Strip. This is a great place to go. A lot of casinos, a lot of entertainment. The only caveat I would say, if you've got children or you want a family atmosphere, don't go there after 9 o'clock. Okay, the weirdos and the drunks come out at that time. <laughs> but before then, Friedman Street is quite an experience. They even have a zip line and a, a digital show uh, roof. It's, it's a fun experience. You want to experience it. It's not a place to be for a late night, though, if you're in the family. And that, that's where we said that uh, Clint Holmes and Frankie Shinta play down there. Son, how about... Your next one. Oh, honey, you are the Italian American Club. That is our favorite. No, That's... you're the Tuscany Inn. This is the script. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll be happy to tell you about the Tuscany Inn. The Tuscany Inn is like a block off of the uh, avenue, the, the boulevard, strip. The, the strip, and every night they have entertainment. And Friday nights you'll see Dennis Blair there. And Wednesdays, you'll see Kelly Clinton Holmes. You will see all the local entertainers. But even better than that, the entertainers come to see the entertainers. And so they get up and sing a number or two or 12. No, uh, anyway, <laughs> it's a wonderful place. And they are the place that has the Rat Pack is back. Now, last week, our very, very favorite Dean Martin I'm sorry, Frank Sinatra was there, and that is Nick Diegio. He is so sexy. Oh, God. Oh, heart be still. Okay, come on. Let's not have a heart attack. We've got a show to finish. Okay. 
Okay. All right. Final one. The Italian American Club. Now, please, do not think because we call it the Italian American Club that it's like your VFW club. Okay. This is a wonderful restaurant. It's got a lounge and a showroom. The lounge is free. You just saw a picture of our, our, one of our favorite singers, Rita Lynn. She plays or sings there several nights a week. And so you can go to dinner, get free entertainment. In addition, they also have a showroom that sits about 200 people. And they have various shows there. So it is up off the strip, East Sahara, a little bit uh, uh, up there, but not that far. A place to check out. They have a website. And so you check don't it out. have to be a member to go. Go and get the best Italian food in town. And that's a place where they have the showroom. And you'll see people like Michael Monge, Dennis Blair, uh, Rita Lim. You know, all the locals seem to congregate there. And we saw Shecky Green the night he fell down, unfortunately. We were there Saturday night, and Marty Allen was there. You will see some famous people, most likely, if you go. All right, Sam. Well, I think you gave us an idea that we enjoy living in Vegas. There is a lot of entertainment beyond the Strip that is good, the food is good, and the price is reasonable. If there's anything that you saw tonight that you'd like us to help you with, give us a call or an email at For More Travel. And thank you for watching. I'm Sam Shockley. And I'm Patrick Barney, and we're going to finish the show with our song from one of our favorite singers, Michael Monge, as he, gave the, he sang this on one of our past shows. Have a good evening. It's going to happen, happen sometime, maybe this time I'll win.